We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your presence. We are here this morning to hide in you. Because it is only in you that there is safety. We can do nothing without you, King of Glory. You are our hope. You are our strength. You are our everlasting portion. You are all in all, King of Glory. May you hide us in you this morning. We are longing for more of you. We are so needy of you, King of Glory. We appreciate you, Father, for your presence. Your word says that where the presence of the Lord is, there is total liberty. We are here, Lord, to be healed of you. We are here to be filled of you by the Holy Ghost. We are here to hear from you, King Glory. May you minister to us this morning using these unworthy lips of clay. Father, get me out of the way and have preeminence, King of Glory. Loving Jesus, yes, we ask you to forgive us of all our trespasses, our shortcomings, King of Glory. 
Wash us with your dear precious blood and accept us in your presence. Have your own way, Father. For we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I greet you so much this morning in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. A happy Easter to all of you. Easter Amen. God bless you so much. I appreciate the Lord so much for these meetings. The Lord is doing a lot. God told Moses, gather the people and I will feed them. So, we are gathered here and the Lord is feeding us. For the past two days, you people who are are not here with us, you have missed a lot. But I believe there is a portion for you this morning. So uh, without wasting time, let us start in our Bibles and read from Exodus. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. Exodus 12, 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too literal for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. He shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And he shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodded at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning, you shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins guarded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in hesitate. It is the Lord's Passover. For I'll pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. 
And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Kuva kumina bila kuva kunyosoka. Mukama na gamba Musa ni aloni munsi eye misiri ngayogiranti. Omwezi guno gulibabedira ogoru vilibidye mumyezi. Gulibabedira omwezi ogoru vilibidye ogomwaka. Mugambechi binachona echa isirairi ngamuogiranti. Kurunako ule kumi uromwezi guno. Balietu alidabuli muntu omwana guendiga nge nyumba zaba jaja weziri. Omwana guendiga buli nyumba. Ere nyumba webanga intono ngatemaleo mwana gwandiga kale abere ne mulirwana we aliyo kumpi ne nyumba ye bamutwale bamutwale ngo muwendo ogwemiyo jabantu weguli buli muntu ngabwalya muri ba muri balibwa ku mwana gwendiga mwana gwendiga kwa mwete guli bako bulema Omusajja ogwa kamaro mwaka muri gujja mundiga oba mumbuzi muri gutereka okutusoro na kole 14 olo mwezi guno ekunganiro ekunganiro lyonna ekibina kya Israeli bali guta lwagulo era bali twala ku musayi baguteke ku mifube tojombi ne kabuno mu nyumba mwe bali gulira awo bali lya enyama mu kiro kiri ngeyokebwa no muliro Nemi gate jitali mizimburu kuse bali jiri ila kumva ezikawa. Temujirianga konga ambisi ni wakubade enfumbi na mazi wabula enjoche no umuliru. Omutue guwayo, nebigire biayo, nebio munda biayo. Namwe temujirianga ko temujirekanga o okutuse ncha. Na ye elekebu wao okutuse ncha muli jocha no umuliru. Eda, we mutio, we mulijiria. Nga mwesibye ebimiu, nengato, ngaziri kubigedebi amwe, no mugo, ngaguli mungkono guamwe. Mujiria ngamangu, eyo, kwe kuitako kwa mukama. Kubanga ndiyita munsi emisiri, mchilochiri, ndi kubaba bilibilibu na munsi emisiri, omuntu, edane nsuro, eda kubakatonda wonawe emisiri, ndi salomusango, nze mukama. Awo musai gulibabedira akaboniro kunyumba zemulimu nange bwendira abo musai ndibayitako sote walibera lumbe kumwe okubazikirira bwendi kuba ensi eyemisiri May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word Kama gatomikisa kusoma ko ekigambo che You may be seated Mutuleko I want us to share this morning Njagale nchalero tugabane on this topic of the token ku mutogunu gokuyigiriza gwetugeno kuita akaboniro Amen. Amen. The token. Akabonero. Now the prophet says. Katina biagamba. He says a token. Nti akabonero. Is a sign. Kechiraga. That a price has been paid. Nti omuendo gusasudwa. Oh, it is a requirement. It is a sign that a requirement has been met. Amen. So a token is a sign that a price has been paid or a requirement has been made. You remember when we used to have uh, to pay, you know, 
to buy airtime before Iserod came we used to buy scratch cards you'd buy scratch card of about maybe 1,000 shillings equivalent to that airtime and then you'd scratch it get the number on that card it in and then call so that card is a token it indicates that you have satisfied the requirement of the airtime that you are going to use amen Hear what the prophet says. In this very message of the token, the token is a sign that a price has been paid. He says, a token, he said, it is, uh, the blood shall be unto you a token. A sign. A token according to Webster is a sign of a price that has been paid. A token is that sign that a price has been paid. Like the railroad companies and the bus companies. You go in and you want to, uh, if you want to travel, you'll ride on that bus by a token. In many places or railroads, you purchase your fare, you purchase your fare, you pay for it. And they give you a token that your fare has already been paid. So that's what you have to get on the streetcar or on the railroad company. When you are traveling, maybe you are going to Mbarara, Mbarara and you are using Globo, they have their requirements for each route, their affairs. If you are going to Mbarara, maybe it is 30,000 You go and pay that 30,000 They give you a ticket. Indicating that the requirement has been satisfied. The fare has been paid. So a token is a sign that the requirement has been met. When pastor is wedding people here, the couples, uh, I hear him saying, let us, okay, he calls the couples. They exchange vows. And then after that he says, I'll require a token. And normally they bring a ring. Rings. And he prays for them. And then they exchange them, put them on their fingers. An indication or a sign that these two people have met their requirement of staying together as couples, as husband and wife. And those tokens, 
are witnessed by everybody who is in the congregation. So a token is a sign that a requirement has been fulfilled. Before God delivered the children of Israel, that scripture which we read, God told Moses to tell the children of Israel that they should get a lamb. Every household. A lamb without blemish. A male lamb. They should observe it for 14 days. They should kill it in the evening time. And they should apply the blood on the doorposts. And they should eat it roasted with bitter herbs with unleavened bread. They should eat the whole of it. The head, the legs, the buttons, everything. And he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. The death angel was supposed to pass that night. That was the last plague before God delivered the children of Israel from Egypt. So they were to follow those instructions to the dot. Lest the death angel passes and he does not find that blood and he strikes them. And everybody who did not apply that token, when the death angel passed, they all died. All the firstborns perished. The firstborn of human beings, firstborn of animals, and the gods of Egypt, according to God's word. Brethren, God's word has never failed. And God means exactly what he says. When God tells you to run, he means that. When he tells you to escape quickly, he means that. When he tells you to repent, he means exactly that. So that's what he meant. The death angel was supposed to pass. And the prophet says, maybe the firstborn of one of the families of the children of Israel would go and ask the father Daddy are you sure we have applied the token remember I'm the firstborn and according to God's word the death angel is going to pass Daddy have you applied the token and then the father would tell him, Son, go and see for yourself. The token is there. We have obeyed every instruction of Jehovah. And the token is there. And at around midnight, crying, wailing all the death angel passed, killing every firstborn. 
Right from Pharaoh's son up to the servants they all perished. That was the first exodus. We are in the third exodus. Amen. God is delivering us. He sent us a prophet to deliver us from denominations and to take us to Christ. And the death angel is soon passing in the land. He said Malachi 4.5 with this message. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet. Before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. To turn the hearts of the children back to the faith of the Pentecostal fathers. So the great and dreadful day of the Lord is coming. The death angel is going to strike. We have to apply the token. Hear what the prophet says. In this message of the third exodus. He says. Eh? God always goes in threes. He's perfect in threes. You all notice my preaching. It is always threes and sevens. Seven is the completion. Threes is his perfection. First, second, and third pool. And all, you know everything, see? Justification, sanctification, baptism of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. What did he do the first exodus? He sent a prophet. Anointed with a pill of fire. And he called the people out. That was the first exodus. He sent a prophet. Moses. Musa. With a pillar of fire. He met Moses in the pillar. Uh, Moses saw a pillar of fire. And God called him. Moses, Moses. Musa, Musa. Remove your shoes. For the place where you are standing is holy ground. I'm the Lord God of your father. The Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Behold, I have heard the cry of my people. And I've come Come therefore, I will send you. Moses led the children of Israel with a pillar of fire. That was the first exodus. Amen. Amen. What did he do? The first exodus? He sent a prophet. And when Israel's time was up, he sent again a God prophet with a pillar of fire. John saw it descending from heaven like a dove. And, I, and he said, I go to God. I go to God and I return to God. 
after his death, burial and resurrection. He made Saul of Tarsus. On his road to Damascus. And he saw that same pillar of fire. And him being a Hebrew. He called that word and he said, Lord, who are you? He knew it was the Lord. You see, the second exodus. He brought a prophet. Anointed. Which was his son. God prophet. Moses said he would be a prophet and he had the pillar of fire. The same prophet. And he said, whosoever believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do. So the second exodus was led by God himself. God prophet. The Lord Jesus Christ. God himself put on flesh in the second exodus. And he came to deliver people from law to grace. That was the second exodus. Amen. And here he promised the same thing in the exodus in the last days. And he cannot change it. And by scientific proof, by the witness of the Spirit, by the witness of the Spirit, by the works of the Spirit, we see it today. The great pillar of fire moving among us. And the signs and the wonders of the resurrection of Jesus Christ calling the people from denominationalism into the presence of Jesus Christ to live going on to that land there is no mistake friends it's not what I'm saying I'm just your brother but it's what God is proving to you. What makes it the truth? Some pillar of fire he used for the other two. His brought it among you today. And he has proved it by scientific. As you know, Life Magazine packed it the last magazine. In this day, the same Lord has sent us a prophet and he has vindicated him with a pillar of fire. The prophet says science has proved it. And he says the pillar of fire is in our midst. Last evening he was here. This morning he's here. Last Friday he was here. The pillar of fire is here. We are in the third exodus. God has sent us a prophet to call us out of, of denomination to take us where to our promised land for Jesus Christ. We are in the third exodus. 
So brethren, time is no more. Kati abolu gano bude te wachari. It should put us on tenterhooks. Just like the children of Israel. Before the death angel passed. They were on tenterhooks. They had to make sure. They eat that lamb. With their loins guarded. In hesit. Because the death angel was going to strike. You know that the death angel is soon striking. We need to apply the token. We are in the last of the last days. The coming of the Lord is drawing so close. But are you ready for the coming of the Lord? The token has to be applied. He says, Israel's lamb slain was the requirement of Jehovah to escape death. There must be a substitute death. Amen. Israel's lamb slain was what Jehovah required. There had to be a substitute death. For them to escape death, a substitute, a substitute lamb had to die in the in the garden of Eden, God had told Adam and Eve, never partake of that tree of knowledge. Because the day you partake of it, that is the day you die. And when they partook of it, the Bible says that they realized that they were naked. They ran and hid. They covered themselves with Big leaves. And Jehovah himself came looking for them. Adam, 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 where are you? He found them naked. He would have struck them dead according to his word. But because of his bountiful mercy, the Bible says he killed a lamb. An innocent lamb died in their state. And he covered their nakedness. And then after that, he chased, from the, chased them from the garden of Eden. Lest they partake of the tree of life and live forevermore. And the prophet says, Jehovah watched them. As they were walking, going out of the Garden of Eden, Adam was holding Eve by the hand. They were all sad. But they were putting on these skins of the lamb. And he says he saw them going out of the Garden of Eden. And the skins of the lamb. You know they were hitting their thighs. And 
blood dripping. And Jehovah was held with compassion. And he started on the plan of redemption. He himself became that lamb. The Bible says in Hebrews 2.14 As children have flesh and blood He also partook of the same that he may destroy once and once for who had the power of death. God condescended. He became like you and me. He put on flesh. There is a song I love so much. Oh, how I love him. How I adore him. My breath, my son. My all in all. The great creator. Became my savior. And all God's food. The great creator. Became my savior. And all God's fullness. Dwelleth in him. Isaiah 96 says. A child is born. A son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor. Everlasting Father. When he was born. He was called the Lord. Jesus. That is your lamb this morning. So the prophet is telling us a substitutionary lamb had to die so that the children of Israel escape death. Amen. Amen. He goes on to say, Now the blood was a sign that something had died. And the blood itself, it was saying that this house has met the requirements of Jehovah's word. And therefore it is protected by the token that our fare has been paid. Amen. The token that God required then was the blood. When he would see that blood on the doorposts, he would know that his requirements have been met. Amen? The lamb has been slain. Our lamb today is the Lord Jesus Christ. And our prophet says, we live by dead things. Something has to die for you to live. A potato has to die for you to live. Physically. 
Omubiri. A cow has to die. And and to die. For you to live. Let me read that quickly. He says, Agamba. And now we bow our heads around our table today to thank God for the natural food that he has grown for us and fixed for us. And if he had not did, did that, he would have all died. Because the only way that you can have physically live is because something has to die every day. So you can live. If you eat beef, the cow has died. If you eat sheep, it it has died. Died. If you eat potatoes, its life is dead. If you eat greens, it's dead. You only live by dead substance. And if something doesn't die, you do not live. And if something has to die so you can live physically, how much more is it that something had to die so we could live eternally? Amen. And it's by the substance of this death that I'm speaking of tonight. That we are alive tonight. Something has to die. The Passover was a type of Christ, our eternal life. Amen. So that Passover, God required a lamb, a physical lamb to die, to lose its life, so that you could live. Rather they could live. When God would look at that blood, He would know that His instructions have been fulfilled. Today, our lamb is the Lord Jesus Christ. For the death angel to pass, you ought to display the token. A token of his life. That time they applied physical blood. An indicator that the substitutionary lamb has died. The prophet says the chemistry of the blood is applied. But then that blood of an animal could not come back to the worshiper. But the blood of the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, was the blood of God himself. Do you know that we are saved by the blood of God? That's what the Bible says. So that blood had life, has life in it. 
When you follow Jehovah's instructions, his word, the word of that lamb, every word, God is obligated to give you his life, which is the token. God is obligated to give you the Holy Ghost. And when he gives you that Holy Ghost, when the death angel is passing, he will pass over you. You have to obey every word. Isaiah prophesied about it. And he said, precept must be upon precept. Line upon line. Here a little and there For with stammering tongues. With st- uh, stammering tongues and st- stammering lips and a new tongue. Will I speak to these people? And he said, that is... That will be their rest. Which God will make his people to rest. And that will be a refreshing. But people would not receive it. Let us read that scripture quickly. Isaiah. Should be Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28. When you obey all the instructions of God, just like they obeyed all the instructions of Jehovah then, God literally gives you his life, which is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He says, Agamba, eh? 28.10, for precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Kupanga chiba chiragiro kuchiragiro, chiragiro kuchiragiro, runyiriri kurunyiriri, runyiriri kurunyiriri, wanokatono, aokatono, nedda, nayari ogiranaba antubano, nemi muemi genyi, irano rulimi ulula, beyagamba antikunokwe kuumula, mumwe o kuumula, o yu akoye, irakunokwe kuera, na yene wataganya kuhulida. Amen? Precept must be upon precept. Line upon line. The children of Israel were to obey every instruction. They had to get that lamb. It had to be a male lamb. They had to observe it. For 14 days. They are to kill it in the evening. They are to eat it with unleavened bread. But that lamb typed the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ was a male. Jesus Christ passed through 
for all his ministry of three and a half years. He went through critics of clergymen the Pharisees, but they found no blame. They proved him, but he had no blame in him. The devil tried him with three wild attacks, but he overcame with the word because he was the word himself. So he was a real type of that lamb. He was killed in the evening Just like the Lord was killed, crucified in the evening time. So he typed the Lord Jesus Christ. He had to obey every law. And when they did that, and applied blood, the death angel passed. Every line had to be obeyed and followed. Our lamb today is the son of God himself. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word put on flesh and dwelt among us. So our lamb today is the Fullness of the word of God. When we eat that lamb, the word of God, and God is pleased, then he comes in our souls and seals us and he gives us the token which is his own life. Amen? Verse 13 he says, But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. That they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Chigamba chamu kama chechirivachi vera jevali echiragiro kuchiragiro chiragiro kuchiragiro orunyiri kulunyiri ralunyiri kulunyiri wanokatono au katono bagende bagwe bugazi ba menyeke ba tegewe ba kuatiwe. Amen. Precept upon precept. Chiragiro kuchiragiro. Line upon line. Lunyiri kulunyiri. Here a little and there a little. Wanokatono, awokatono. That they might fall backward. Bagende bagwe bugazi. And be broken. Bamenyeke. And snared. Bategewe. And taken. Bakwatiwe. When you obey the whole word. Bogondere chigambo chona. And Jehovah is pleased. Yakuwa nasa nyuka. He comes in your soul. Ajamu memeyo. And he breaks you. Na kumenya amenya. And he takes you captive. Na kutuwala we na. He ensnares you. Na kutega. Na kuwamba. Na kuwamba. He dethrones you. And he thrones himself in you. Eyomu timago na abijawoye na atula muntebe yu. Look at a man like Paul. Tunilo msajanga Paulo. 
Omu farisee waba farisee Bible we muita omu sadjo amateka. But he meets this pillar of fire. Neyel sinka ne mpaje yomulire. On the road to Damascus. Lagene Damasco. And that pillar of fire was Jehovah Himself. Mpaje yomulire yari yakuwa. Jesus Christ. Yari Yesu Christu. And he hit him. Namukba. And he fell down. Nagwa kutaka. And when he fell down. Boyagwa kutaka. He realized that that pillar of fire was God himself. And he said, Lord, what would you desire to do? And a voice told him, I'm Jesus. It is very hard for you to kick against the priest. And Jehovah instructed him. After that moment, Paul was broken. Paulo yamenyebwa. Paul was ensnared. Paulo yawambibwa. Jehovah dethroned him. Yakuwa yatula kuntebeyo mutima kwe. Okuva mukiserecho. Until Paul came with a testimony. Okutusa Paulo yavayeno obujulize. Paul. Paulo. A prisoner of the Lord. Omusibe wamo kama Yesu. And somewhere he would say I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. In other words, when they would challenge him, the Pharisees would say, how come to leave the law and so forth? He would say, something happened I met him. He hit me down. I fell backwards. And when that took place, I was no longer the same. He captured me. He took me over. That is the purpose of the token. When you obey the whole word, God comes in you and he captures you. When you obey precept upon precept, and God is pleased, he comes in your soul. He gives you his own life. And he gives his life. And he captures you. And he takes you captive. On the day of Pentecost, these people were staggering. They were just like drunk men. They were captured. That is the purpose of the talking. God wants to dethrone you. He dethrones himself in you. But you have to do something. Just like the preacher was preaching yesterday. Brother Bate. He's knocking at the door. He's waiting for you to open for and when you open for him, he wants to take over the whole house. He does not want a small room. He, he wants to capture the whole house. When he met Jacob, and wrestled with Jacob, and Jacob was kind of prevailing, the Lord had to break him. He broke his thigh. His thigh bone. He was broken. And towards morning, the Lord kind of said, let me go. Towards daybreak. And he said, I cannot leave you. And he asked him, who are you? 
I'm Jacob. Yakobo. From now onwards, Okuva Israel. From that moment, Jacob was never the same. All his cunningness, his craftiness, was taken out of him. He was a limping priest. A broken Jacob. The Lord had taken him over. That's what the Lord will do in your life. When you obey every instruction of the Lord, every precept, every line, when you obey it, God is pleased. He comes in your life. He takes you over. He snares you. He captures you. He dethrones you. And he follows The greatest mystery of God revealed the prophet says the three purposes why God was manifested in flesh he had three purposes one of them he wanted people to see him and to know him and when he led the children of Israel, they would see the pillar of fire. And they would say, there is Jehovah. That God that used to dwell alone, he wanted people to see. And he made himself the first body. The first son of God, which was the pillar of fire. And people would see him. Then after that, he condescended further. He made himself a body of flesh. He came to He lived with his people. He ate with them. Until a man like John would come up with a testimony. He whom we saw with our eyes. Whom we touched. Whom we ate with. Is the one that we are telling you also. That you may have the same fellowship. He wanted to be like you and me. That was one of the purposes. And the says. The second purpose. He wanted to have preeminence. In his church. And the third purpose, he wanted to return us back to that Adamic rule. Before we fail in the Garden of Eden. He wanted to have preeminence in his body of believers. Remember, he's the head. We are the body. When we are baptized with that token, after obeying the whole world, we are baptized in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are no more. It is the head that has preeminence. He's the one who will lead us. When he tells you, move that way. Go for fellowship. That's where you will go. When he tells you, repent. You will do that. That one will come when you are removed. But that one will come only when you 
follow the instructions. When you meet his requirements, just like they met those requirements in the first exodus, you have to obey every word. Hear what he says. You have to obey every word. He says, now we have a token in this day. We've been given a token which is an anti-type of that type. Of that natural token. We've been given the supernatural supreme token. All the other ones were shadowed. Has been given the token. Now we have the Holy Ghost is our token. And it is our identification that we have accepted the death of the Lamb. Not only was Jesus just a human life to come back on us, but it was God himself manifested in flesh that brought back upon us the adoption of sons that now we are sons and daughters of God. And that is the token. This is our identification of the Passover. Thanks be to the Lord. The life of Christ it will cause about the passing over you of the judgment. The life of Christ is the Holy Spirit. It is the sign that is seeking. Amen? And he goes on to say that is the token. It's our identification that we have believed God and God has accepted. God has to accept your faith. Brother Branham says the baptism of the Holy Ghost is a sign that God has endorsed your faith. That you have pleased him. You have obeyed the whole word. You have followed all the instructions. Then he comes and seals. Look at the disciples. They walked with him. They obeyed him. The servant left. We started preaching hard teaching. And the servant left. Peter na magamba. Fetulagewa. Lord, you are the only one who has come eternal life. They clung to him. They clung to him. They clung to him. They clung to him. They clung to and after his resurrection, he told them, carry in the apostles Wait for the promise. And they waited patiently. And the prophet says, maybe after about two, three days, some of them could say, but we have waited for so long. 
and others would just calm them. He told us to wait. And after waiting for 10 days, on the day of Pentecost, the Lord himself came as a mighty rushing wind and he filled all of them. He separated himself on each and every one of them. He gave them the token. Total obedience to the word will entitle to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They obeyed the whole word. And God was pleased. Do you know that if you obey the whole word, all the instructions of God, on the day of Pentecost, Peter preached, Peter were pricked on their hearts. Until they said, men and brethren, what can we do to save? And repent. Be baptized each and every one of you for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of God. And the prophet said, that one was an eternal prescription. It's just like when you go to the hospital and you are sick and you are feeling feverish and headache and they check when you find maybe you have malaria and they prescribe medicine for you. Take water Three times a day. Maybe with aspirin or panadol. And you follow those instructions. And you are healed. And he said. Peter also. Gave that eternal prescription. If you want the token. If you want the Holy Ghost. Repent. Be baptized Obatiziwe. in the much water. In the name of Jesus Christ. God is obligated to be the Do you know that if you have thoroughly repented of your sins and you have faith and you go in that water and you are baptized God can even fill you in there. God will look at your faith. That's what the prophet is talking about. It's our identification that we have believed God and God has accepted. When Peter was preaching to Cornelius, Peter people, Cornelius as he was still preaching, I believe God looked at their faith. I believe they were on tenterhooks. I believe they were so eager. They were swallowing the whole world. And God looked at their faith. Even before they were baptized in the water, they were saying that they were filled with God looked at their faith and he was pleased with them. So the token is a sign that you have met all God's requirements. Amen? Amen. You have eaten the lamb. You have eaten the whole of it. You have eaten it in, with your loins guarded in hesit. 
Do you know that we don't, some people don't want to eat the whole lamb? When repentance is preached, people get thrones on their forehead. They are not happy. They have some evil, hidden, wicked things. And that part of the lamb, they don't want to eat. Do you know that without eating the whole lamb, you can never be blessed? God is waiting for you to eat the whole lamb and eat that lamb with your loins. Amen? Amen. In other words, with a lot of effort. With a lot of effort. Loins. The Nyankore Bible makes, puts it very It says, Where is it today? Where is it is to tie? You know, a lot of effort. To receive the blessings of God. To receive the promises of God. Loins guarded. And the Bible says that let us labor to enter the rest. In other words, you have to put a lot of zeal. Loins You have to accept the whole lamb. Take the whole of it. However difficult, however hard it is. However shaming it is. With your loins. I'm determined to receive the Holy You have to labor, brother. Let us labor to end the rest. You don't just get it anyhow. God wants to look at your face. You really need that token. There was a man of God, Charles Finney. God used him mightily. But he's believed that one day he was in his office and in the morning and he lifted up his hand and he started worshipping the Lord. And when he was worshipping, he heard footsteps coming towards his office and he imagined his boss is coming. And immediately he jumped. And he pretended as if he has not been praying. And he waited, waited, waited. There was nobody coming. He opened the door. looked around. He said, oh my God. Which means I fear my boss. More than my heavenly father. He closed his office. He ran to the field. He himself in the bush. He prayed the whole day. And in the evening, God filled him with the Our loins have to be guarded. Brother Branham talked about his sister, his, his daughter-in-law. Brother Branham the wife of Billy Paul or something. Who prayed and fasted? I forget the name. Lois. Fasted. 
And one day the prophet was so pleased. He said, I'm so happy that Lois has received the title. Your loins have to be good. You have to eat the lamp, eat the hesitant. You know, brethren, sometimes we take things of God, you know, so lightly. The Bible says, whosoever comes to God must believe that he is God. And he is a rewarder that seek him diligently. First of all, you have to believe that he is God. He is a God of his word. When he promises you something, he will give it to you. When he promises you the Holy Ghost, and you obey all his word, no give him to you. And the prophet says, God is more willing to give you the Holy Ghost more than you are willing to receive him. Before you receive him, you have to know that he is yours. And he was given for you. So you should believe that he is God. And he is a rewarder that seek him Exactly. Very, the, the way I brought it, the word diligence means a lot of carefulness with much effort. That is the word diligence. You have to be so careful. How is my life? When he told me to repent, did I repent? He'll not give you the Holy Spirit. He'll not give you the token. When you have sins in your life, no. You have to clean your life. You have to be careful you How is your life? And you have to put a lot of effort. Amen. Look at a man like Elisha. The Bible says, when Elijah met him, he was cultivating with a yoke of oxen. Twelve yokes of oxen. And he threw his mantle on him. A sign of a calling. And Elisha followed him. And he told him, my Lord, let me first go back to my parents and give farewell. And Elijah told him, go. And the Bible says, he went back, he got the yoke of oxen with the instruments, he used them as firewood, and he made them a party, and he bid them farewell. Meaning, I'm not coming back. I've forsaken all this. I'm going to follow this calling. I've broken all these bridges. I'm following the Lord. And he followed every step. Every step. He was following and the Bible says, one day they were walking together, coming from Gilgal. And then, 
Elijah tells him, Elisha, stay here. For the Lord God has sent me to Bethel. And he told him, as the Lord lives, and as they saw living, I will not leave you. We are going together. He's following every step of the message. I'm not going to leave you. And the Bible says, they went together. They reached Bethel. And when they reached Bethel, the sons of the prophets came. And they spoke to Elisha. Do you know that your master will be taken from your head today? He said, I know that. Just hold your peace. Leave me alone. I'm chasing after something. It might leave me. I'm following Elijah. Hey, don't you disturb me. I know he's going. But leave me alone. I'm looking after something. And he followed. And Elijah told him, remain here. God has sent me to Jericho. He said, as the Lord did. And as they saw him. And as they saw him. And the sons of the prophets came again. Do you know that he's going? Leave me alone. I'm carefully. I'm diligently. Pursuing my goal. And he followed him. And Elijah tells him. God has sent me to Jordan. He says, I will go with you. And they were saying that they went together. When there is Jordan, Jordan, Elijah got his mantle. And he hid the water. And it split. And they moved on. And when they reached a bitter head, Elijah tells him, ask for anything that you want. And he says, my master, I'm asking of a double portion of your spirit. And he told him, you have asked for a very hard thing. Nevertheless, when you see me being taken, maybe you'll receive it. And shortly when they were moving, horses of fire, chariots of fire, they came from heaven, and they descended, and Elijah stepped on them, and he was taken to heaven, and he threw his mantle, and Elisha picked it, and tore his clothes, and then he moved on. He reached Jordan. He said, where is the God of Elijah? He walked Jordan with the mantle. He had received what he was looking for. Brethren, that is diligent seeking. We have to seek him diligently. We have to follow him. You have to follow the message, all of it. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. And he moved on. He had the double portion. Do you know that we are so slow? We are so weak. We are so lazy. 
The Bible says in Hebrews 6, 11, but be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Don't be lazy about the things of God. Don't be slothful. Be followers of those who and patience the promises. Men like Abraham, we are too slothful. We are too lazy about the things of God. When the Holocaust is preached, you get kind of concerned. You seek for just a week. And then after that, you already abandoned. Brethren, do you know that time is not The death angel is soon straight. Do you have that token? We should not be lazy. The angels of God, they came to Sodom. And they told Lot, Escape quickly. Run thither. Because God is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. So run very fast for your life. And if you have some relatives around, tell them bagambe to escape quickly. Baduke. And he started getting excuses. He told angels, I've never been in those mountains. Maybe help me so that I go to that town of Zohar. And they told him, run! But escape quickly. And the Bible says that he lingered. You know that we linger so much like Lot did. But as he was there lingering, the angels took hold of his hand and they told him, run very fast. Don't you look back. Escape quickly. Run thither. God wants us to escape quickly from Sodom and Gomorrah and run to Christ. The days that we are in are the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Luke 17.30 says, And it was in the days of Lord, so shall it be when the Son of Man is being revealed. It is more late than we expected. But we are lingering like Lord. You are looking for a car. You are looking for a plot to marry. You are looking for a wife to marry. The Bible says, first seek the kingdom and his righteousness and the rest shall follow. God knows you need a car. You need shelter. He who takes care of the lilies. Who takes care of the birds of the air? Will he take care of you? But first seek the kingdom and his righteousness. The rest shall follow. 
We are on worldly things. When the Holy Ghost is preached, you get excited. You seek for a month. No, no, you have already abandoned. But are you filled? Our prophet told us, don't leave your knees until you are filled. Pursue him until you Don't wait when you get leave. When you get holidays, you should pursue him. Lord Lingard, the angels held him. I told him, escape. And he ran with his wife and with his two daughters. They told him, don't look backwards. And the Bible says that when his wife turned to see, I believe she started looking about the things that she had left. She turned into a pillar of salt. Do you know that men have turned back? It is high time we pursue him. It is high time we seek him where he may be found. It is high time we follow every instruction of God. However difficult it is, we should eat the whole lamb. And when you eat the whole lamb, and God is pleased with your faith, you will endorse with the Holy Ghost. He will give you the token. He was so pleased with the faith of Abraham. He obeyed every word. And God gave him the sign of circumcision. The type of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And when you do the same, God will fill you. God will give you the token. He's more willing to give you that token more than you are willing. But how, how much are you willing to receive him? Time is no more. Just one quarter as I finish. Time is no more, brethren. The death angel is soon striking. But do you have the token? He says, I want you to remember this, you inside. Or outside or in the basement. Wherever you may be. The hour has come. And everyone can see the dullness of the church today. Everybody can see the deadness of many. Too many of the members. It's because that you have played around. Brethren, we have played around. We have not realized the time that we are in. Time is no more. Amen? You've took sensations and you've took other things. But does your life reflect that you received? And you have trusted upon the wisdom of some man. Upon the theologian or some organization. Upon the membership of your mother's church. It is not enough. 
Will be a member of speckled bird without the token. That is nothing. Amen. We have trusted upon the membership of your mother's church. And upon some loyal pastor. But, but all that are good things. Have, I have nothing against them. No more than circumcision was to the Jew. But that wasn't God's program. When I see the blood and eat only. You have trusted upon the loyal pastor. It's good to trust your pastor. Because when you trust him, he's the one who will lead you to receiving the Holy Spirit. If you take every word that he preaches, it will entitle you to receive the Holy Spirit. But trusting him without putting in action his words that he preaches is nothing. He's your good loyal pastor. But for him, he has the token. You have. So trusting him alone is not enough. You have to take his word. The word that he preaches to you. Put it in action. Leave it. Carry all the instructions of God. God is obligated to come and feel you. Amen. That's what we need. That's what we need. He says, Agamba. many people take the Bible and they understand it intellectually. They understand it intellectually perfect. But that's not it. That's not what we are talking about. No matter how well you can explain it, you've got to meet the author of it. And that is when that is what brings faith for the author life, for the author lives in you after you are born of him. You might be able to explain all the Bible. But unless you meet the author, unless the author teaches you, unless he reveals to you, do you know that you could claim to understand it very well? And yet you have missed it by far. It remains one time we are sharing with a certain brother and pastor. And the brothers seem not to see. And he looks so eloquent. In the Bible, you have to meet the author. Because the Bible says, they shall all be taught by the Lord. The Lord is the one to reveal to you. Brethren, we need that token. 
And you'll only get it by obeying every instruction Then you have it all. May the Lord help us. God bless you so much. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground. His sinking sun All other ground His sinking sun My hope is beautiful Nothing less Than Jesus' blood And righteousness I dare not trust the Sweetest frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name. Good Christ, the soul, the rock I stand, all other ground, the sinking sun, all other ground, the when darkness seems to hide his flames, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy girl, my anchor holds within the veil. The soul, the rock I stand, all other ground, the sinking sand, all other ground, the sinking sand. He's all this gold, vain and his blood, Oh, 
stand before the throne on Christ the solely rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand Help us now. You are the only rock in this sinking Thank you for those words that we have heard. Give us grace to be doers. To do what we have heard. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.